Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through, and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician-approved skin protectant, free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or walmart.com. Back in the day when my girls were born, it was not easy to share photos and videos with loved ones, but you have a fantastic option available, the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created in 2015 and has operated in the long term to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes. Now, let me share some of the great features that make the Family Album app a go-to app. First off, the app automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and see how your child has grown. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching through folders. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. It's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document each month of your baby's life. Plus, the Family Album app has unlimited storage and it is totally free. Yes, you heard that right. No more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by ads when you're just trying to relive those heartwarming moments. So if you are still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, it is time to level up your family photo game with a free photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. You are going to really love this episode with Carrie Tushoff, the founder of Hypnobabies. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN who's been in practice for nearly 15 years. I've had the privilege of helping over 1,000 babies into this world, and I'm here to help you be calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 230. Whether you're a new listener or a returning listener, I am so grateful you're spending some time with me today. In this episode of the podcast, we have Carrie Tushoff. She is the founder and director of Hypnobabies Hypnobirthing. She has loved being a childbirth educator, doula, and hypnotherapist for over 30 years, teaching families to trust in their minds, bodies, babies, and the process of childbirth is her passion. And hearing healing birth stories is her joy. We have an incredibly informative conversation about what led her to start hypnobabies, what is hypnosis, what mental state you're in during hypnosis. She chats about how you're not asleep or unconscious. We discuss whether or not everyone can be hypnotized, some of the benefits, who are good candidates to use hypnosis in childbirth, what role the partner plays in hypnosis, and so much more. Again, super, super incredibly informative conversation, and I know that you're going to find it useful. Now, before we hop into the podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, do me a favor 
and leave me a five-star review in Apple Podcast. Those reviews are helpful for the show to grow. They help other people find the show. I am on a mission to reach and serve as many pregnant folks as possible, and I would so appreciate your help in doing that. And also, I love to hear what you think about the show. So if you enjoyed the show, leave me that five-star review in Apple Podcast. I would so appreciate it. Okay, let's get into the conversation with Carrie from Hypnobabies. Thank you so much, Carrie, for agreeing to come onto the podcast. I'm so excited to talk about this topic. I know people are going to be interested in it. I love talking about how to make uh, birthing, pregnancy, birthing, and postpartum much better. Love it, love it, love it. So, why don't you start off by telling us a bit about yourself and your work and your family, if you'd like? Okay. Well, I am the founder and director of Hypno Babies Childbirth Hypnosis. And it is a hypnobirthing program, but, you know, I've also developed many other things for people, pregnancy tracks that help them with nausea and eliminating insomnia and the fear of needles and the fear of childbirth, and also a fertility program because some people need a little extra help than just relax and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you'll get pregnant. It is my world, basically, and uh, I have two children. They're both grown, and uh, it was their births <laughs> that drew me to create hypnobabies. Okay, all right. Did you use hypnosis for their births, or was it after that that you started to think about creating this? Well, I did not use hypnosis. Um, the way it happened is... I I was newly married and a friend of ours from church had a baby and she had it with no drugs. She she used the Bradley method. I'm uh-huh. not sure if you're okay. Yep. So she used the Bradley method of natural childbirth and she said, yes, it hurt like holy warts, but she did it unmedicated. Uh-huh. And I was fascinated. I thought right. everybody went in and had an epidural. Right. And so I started to look into it, and I just got bit by the birth bug. And I became a Bradley instructor, even though you're not supposed to until you've had your own. But I convinced them that I could, and I did. Uh And I started teaching people and being their doula as well. And yeah, it was very, very painful for everybody. But I thought I knew everything about how to do what they call, you know, avoid unnecessary pain. Right. And then I got pregnant. (laughs) So when I had my first baby, Uh it was very long. It, she was posterior, Uh which for your viewers, you know, means her head was turned around, Uh not in the proper position. And the nerves in the, in my back were basically being scraped with each contraction. So it, was so painful, I was shocked. In fact, I was traumatized. Mm. And I ended up going from a birth center Mm -hmm. after about, I don't know, maybe 26, 30 hours to the hospital Mm -hmm. across the street. And I was never so happy to see anyone as I was that anesthesiologist with that great big long epidural needle sticking it in my back. And I gained a very healthy respect Mm -hmm for why people would choose epidurals and other drugs, right. which I had not had before as, okay. as a, a childbirth instructor. Mm-hmm. And so it was good for me to learn that. Yeah. However, I was traumatized and it took me uh, four years until the next baby. Mm-hmm. And I had nothing really to deal with the pain. Mm-hmm. And even though it was only seven hours worth of labor, he was also posterior. And I was just screaming my head off. And my Mm. husband was pushing on my back. My sister was holding my hands. I was at a birth center with a wonderful midwife. And after a particularly gnarly contraction, I looked up into her tear-stained face, and she said, it should never have to be this hard. Mm. And it's like a light bulb went on over my head that... I was going to find whatever that was to make it easier. If people wanted a a more holistic, unmedicated birthing or just wanted an easier time of it before they got to the hospital. And I did. I went on and I, I learned about hypnosis for childbirth. I got trained at a regular hypnobirthing program and... It was not what I was looking for, Hmm. to say the least. I just wanted a little more. When I was going to my students' births Mm -hmm. that I was teaching this hypno 
birthing to. Right. They were also in a lot of pain, as much as my Bradley students had been. Right. And so, hmm. So I went and I studied hypnosis and then hypnotherapy, and then I found what's called hypnoanesthesia. Okay. And that is something that rarely, but it does happen, that people are allergic to medical anesthetics uh-huh. and they need to use hypnoanesthesia to have that surgery or procedure right. anyway. Right. So they work with a hypnotist ahead of time and use the hypnosis during that particular procedure. Right. And that's what I had been looking for. So I trained in a program called Gerald Kine's Painless Childbirth Program, and he was a master hypnotist Uh and found out directly from women what they wanted in a hypno program for childbirth. And I asked him if I could use his techniques and create a childbirth program with them in it. And he said, I can't wait to see what you create. And the rest is history. Um, it's just grown and grown and grown since then pretty much organically Uh things have been added to it and Uh taken out based on feedback Mm -hmm. from our students, from our instructors, because now we teach instructors to, you know, teach hypno babies in groups Mm -hmm. all over the country. Right. And, uh, you know, also our, our doulas, you know, right. people who were attending uh-huh. the hypnobabies births, what works, what doesn't work, all that, right. you know, right. important right. information. Right. And so we have updated hypnobabies every few years, mm-hmm. and it's pretty amazing for people who learn and practice and use it as directed. Yeah. I love that. I love that you are obviously very serious about this work and you put in the time and effort to study and learn it and not just do that, but also continually improve it. And in this age today of like, (laughs) where it feels like everybody wants to be an influencer or expert on things, I think that's really important for folks to hear that you want to get information from somebody who's serious about it. Exactly. And you know, people, we teach in hypnobabies, I, I always like to include this, even if I'm not asked, but mm-hmm. we teach in hypnobabies how to be a really good consumer, which mm-hmm. means find out what your choices are in pregnancy. We do not tell them what to choose, but we do tell them the risks, the benefits, and the alternatives of what other people call interventions. But we call them choices in hypnobabies because Mm -hmm. most people are unaware that you can choose not to blah, 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 fill in the blank, whether it's have an IV or get induced or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And so we teach the benefits, the risks and the alternatives of these things so that people can research more what they're really needing or wanting or desiring for their birth, uh, put together a plan also with flexibility because most people are giving birth in a hospital Mm -hmm. and, you know, you just have to go more with what's going on. Although the choices are always yours. Right. What I, what I mean by that is that people don't understand (laughs) That if you're in a hospital, you know, there are certain protocols. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that protect the hospitals and the nurses and the doctors that mm-hmm. have, you know, privileges there. Mm-hmm. So those things are going to come into play. And how they come into play depends on your flexibility, your knowledge, and your education ahead of time to 1, decide yeah. what that's going to be. You know, mm-hmm. is that going to be okay? And if it's okay, great. And we actually include a hypnosis track called change of plants Mm. and they use that they listen to it if there is a change of plants what if they get in there and they didn't want an iv but one is necessary now right right you know that's a small thing but to some people it's major and so they get to listen to this track which says hey we're changing our plan now and we're going to roll with it so that the veins don't go flat and, you mm-hmm. know, our temperature stays normal and mm-hmm. we're calm and relaxed throughout the procedure mm-hmm. and that it is what is needed at this time. So they get to use hypnosis for that as well, all the way to if they end up needing a cesarean. Okay. Um, we've had them listening to the track all the way to right. to surgery because right. that's a major change of plans, but absolutely. it can help them stay absolutely calm and make mm-hmm. the experience less traumatic for yes. some people. For others, they're just like, eh, you know, but they're calmer. And right. so is their birth partner, right. Right. which right. helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Did you know that 95% of pregnant women are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s? Enter Ritual, their prenatal contains 350 milligrams of eco-friendly vegan omega-3 DHA in every serving. One of the reasons I like Ritual is that it's a female-founded B Corp meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. In addition to those omega-3 DHAs to support baby's brain development, Ritual also has choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. And the capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole for 25% off. So then let's get into it. What exactly is hypnosis? Uh, (laughs) Well, first of all, hypnosis is not what people see on the stage. Mm -hmm. They think that if it's hypnosis, there's a guy waving a watch or, Mm -hmm. you know, making people on the stage act like Elvis Mm -hmm. or quack like a duck or Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. That's a lot of fun, but it's a show and it's entertainment and the Mm -hmm. people up on stage are playing along. Real therapeutic hypnosis is different. So first of all, hypnosis is just a state of very focused concentration. Okay. And that happens to us many times a day. Mm -hmm. As you know, we're all on screens (laughs) of many kinds all the time. And so anytime you're on a screen, there's things in your point of view, your eyes are going back and forth, and you actually go into an alpha state. Hmm. So it could be a movie. It could be that you're reading a birth story. It could be that you're watching a show like this. It could be anything on a screen, scrolling Mm -hmm. through your social media. Mm -hmm. And we get into an alpha state where our brainwaves start to slow down a little bit. So that's a state of hypnosis. When anytime that we're reading, sometimes you can be reading something, a book, a magazine, and there's people calling you. Right. And it takes a couple minutes for your mind to catch up because sure. you're in a state of hypnosis. Sure. People who are gaming, try try to get the attention of somebody who's mm-hmm. super focused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're going to sleep, when you're waking up, anytime that you're daydreaming, and of course we all know that when you are driving and you've been driving for a while and all of a sudden you're thinking about what's going to happen when you get there, mm-hmm. and then you're there. And you're like, where did the last five minutes go to? Right, right. But you were in a state of hypnosis. Gotcha. So these are light states of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. But in therapeutic hypnosis, what we do is we take people deeper. Got it. And Got it. that helps to access the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. So there's the conscious mind up here mm-hmm. and the subconscious mind down here. Mm-hmm. And in between is what's called the critical faculty. And it's basically the filter or the guardian. Mm -hmm. And in hypnosis, we relax the mind and the body together. And then the guardian takes a nap. And we can get down to the subconscious. And in the subconscious, there is files and folders and videotapes of everything that you've ever heard and seen and done and experienced and thought and felt emotionally. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down and we're not taking anything out, Mm -hmm. but we're actually upgrading the software. So we're going to add a layer. We're upgrading the software so that what we knew about childbirth, for instance, all the scary stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, what our sister told us (laughs) or our last birth experience um, basically gets altered. And the sensations of birthing also get altered. So they're still there. There's going to be pushing sensations, pulling, stretching, tightening, baby movements, things like that. But they're not going to be associated as much with the kind of discomfort that we normally associate with birthing. And so it just takes it way, way down. For Mm -hmm. some people, they can have a completely pain-free birth with hypnosis. That is not going to be everyone's experience. Right. Because things do happen. Sure. (laughs) Uh, it, It happens in childbirth. All kinds of things happen, as you know. 
being a doctor, and we can't predict those things that might take our focus away sure. from the hypnosis. Something happening with the mom or the baby, right. sometimes all bets are off. Right. And sometimes people do not learn, practice, and use the hypno techniques mm-hmm. as they should. Mm-hmm. That's up to them as well. Right. You know, that right. we're we are completely supportive of people's choices. Yeah. If they study and practice hypno babies, for instance, like crazy, mm-hmm. and then they get in there and they're like, Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> you know, bring in the anesthesiologist all righty then. Right. Right. You know, we right. respect everything that people choose. Sure. Sure. And we're just there to help them have an easier time of it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I love that you're honest about the fact that this isn't like a miracle thing in the sense that every single person is suddenly going to be pain free, that everybody's experience of it is going to differ. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a situation if you put in the study and if you put in the practice that it will help you um perceive pain differently, I guess, or alter your perception of pain? Is that fair to say? It's altering your perception of pain, but also your subconscious and your body's perception of pain together. Got it. So you're literally creating different sensations than you normally would have. And people's goals are also very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, There could be one mother who goes in and says, you know, I want a completely pain-free birth. That's probably not as realistic as she thinks, Mm -hmm. but her belief may make it so Mm. because you and I both know the mind body connection is amazing. And also the placebo effect Mm -hmm. is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what people believe to be happening Mm -hmm. is often what happens, Mm -hmm. but there's also mothers who come in and they say, I just want a better experience than last time. It was just awful. You know, I didn't have any tools, physical tools, emotional tools, confidence tools, relaxation tools. I didn't have what I needed. And so that's what they work for. And me, what I work for is to help people avoid that first traumatic birth Mm -hmm. because that can be life altering, Mm -hmm. but also the people who've had a traumatic birth before or a difficult or challenging birth Mm -hmm. can have a healing birth now because they have much less discomfort. But also it helps all of these people to have hypnosis while they're pregnant because as soon as you start with your hypnobabies program Mm -hmm. at about 30 Uh weeks-ish, the messages inside the hypnobabies tracks, the written materials, and the affirmations all change your point of view, your mindset about childbirth, about pregnancy itself, but then about childbirth and postpartum and what to look forward to. So you're basically building a platform to look forward to something in a much more positive way, which then helps all of your physical uh, body Mm -hmm. and processes Mm -hmm. and hormones stay normal Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. they should instead of being tight Mm -hmm. and tense Mm -hmm. and fearful and freaked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Fearful. We take all of that out. We do actually have fear clearing sessions in hypno babies to help you release all of that. And the gift that you give yourself to look forward to your baby's birth Mm -hmm. because of that, instead of being anxious and afraid is immeasurable. (laughs) You know, so for pregnancy, it's really wonderful as well. And then birthing. And then afterwards, we have, they can use hypnosis for afterbirth pains. Sure. They can use it for breastfeeding. (laughs) They can use it for parental confidence, Mm -hmm. new parent confidence, Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of things. So we go into postpartum in hypnobabies as well, where we're teaching them things, what to look for, things that are normal and not normal emotionally and mentally and when to call the doctor, when to seek help, things like that. So we're following them from pregnancy all the way through and helping them out all the way through with the powers of their own mind and emotions. Yeah. And I, I love this because it speaks to the fact that we cannot always control the things that are happening around us and to us. But we absolutely have control over the way we respond to things. Exactly. So it helps us to not 
or, or, or be in a better place to respond to the natural things that may happen. Like if it's a change of plans or if you have to have a cesarean or however things go, it helps you to get yourself in a, in a mindset that helps to keep the environment a bit calmer, a bit more peaceful. So it's not as stressful or, or traumatic. Exactly. And another thing that we do in hypnobabies, which I found out was very important from a student of mine, is that we give the birth partners their own hypnosis track. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, what do you do for the partners? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, it came from um, a, a student who came to a hypnobabies class of mine maybe 15, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the wife was having her third baby and she was fine. <laughs> But the husband, the birth partner, was just so freaked out about childbirth, about pregnancy, what was going to happen. They treated her so badly last time in the hospital. You know, I was like, this man needs help. (laughs) So I, I wrote a script and I went in and recorded it and gave it out to the whole class. And he listened to it. And I was there as their doula at their birthing Uh and they had learned so much just by learning so much he was much calmer about the whole process sure you know of what was going to happen and what you could choose and not choose and all of that that he was much calmer but he was using the hypnosis cues Mm -hmm. that were in the track to keep himself calm if he thought anything was happening because he was a nervous type person but all of our birth partners do that now They have their own hypnosis track. They listen to the track. It allows them to create what's called an anchor or a post-hypnotic cue. Mm -hmm. And it's a word that means something to them. (laughs) Hopefully they don't choose the word pizza. Right. (laughs) Um, But something like peace or calm or relax or something like that. And then whenever later on, you know, after listening to that track over Mm -hmm. and over again, anytime they say that keyword, that anchor then that hypnosis kicks in gotcha. and they're they're like, all right, gotcha. I got it. I'm calm. Gotcha. Okay. So that's made a, a huge difference as well for our birth partners. I bet. I bet. I bet. So then who can, can, can everybody do hypnosis? Can, is this, is this something that's available to everybody? Yes. And, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> So first of all, you have to be over the age of two. Okay. And we do have children doing hypnosis with great success, but two-year-olds and under cannot really focus and sit still. Right. You also have to be not mentally ill Uh in that you have to be able to focus Mm -hmm. and concentrate Mm -hmm. and listen and follow directions. Mm -hmm. And you can't be on drugs or alcohol because Mm -hmm. your mind is just going to go someplace else. Sure. However, anyone can be hypnotized who is not in that grouping. Okay. Okay? And the reason we know this is because we are all in states of hypnosis many times a day, as I said. Right. And there is sometimes a little element of fear. When people say the words, well, I can't be hypnotized or I've tried it. Mm Mm-hmm. There's going to be a little element maybe of fear of Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. and you may not even be aware of it. But if you listen, you're motivated and willing to follow the directions, Mm -hmm. and that's the key. It will work. Okay, so for instance, if you were going to learn to play the piano, and your piano teacher pressed down on a key and said, this is middle C, And if you accepted that that was middle C, then you would learn to play the piano much easier and faster than if you never accepted that that was middle C. Then it was, it's going to be a big, hard, long process. Right, right, right. You have to understand that you are doing something super positive for yourself Mm -hmm. with great effects for yourself. And there can't be anything called secondary gain. And what that means is that people say, for instance, well, I want to, I'll pick something. I want to lose weight. Okay. And they do on a conscious level. But then when they get in there and they are to be hypnotized or, I mean, they're not 
being hypnotized. No one ever does anything to you. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So you're either doing it or you're not doing it. Right. So if they fo- are following the directions, mm-hmm. but not going into hypnosis, then there's possibly something in their subconscious that is saying, for instance, and this is not everybody's case, but mm-hmm. for instance, I really don't want to lose weight mm. because... And you can fill in the blank, but it might be something like, if I'm thinner, I'll be more attractive, and mm-hmm. then I've got to date people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared to death to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. So that would be secondary gain. So they, it's not that they can't be hypnotized. It's that they won't allow it. Gotcha. Hey, so you made it this far in the episode, and I'm thinking it's because you enjoyed this podcast. Well, if that's the case, then I have a favor to ask. Creating and producing the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast has been one of the greatest joys of my life. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you on this journey with me. Your support and engagement means the world to me, and it's what helps keep this podcast going. But here's the thing. Producing a podcast involves time, effort, and resources from recording equipment to an editor, hosting fees, coordinating guests, countless hours spent researching and crafting content. It all adds up. And that's where I could use your support. I've never wanted to turn all about pregnancy and birth into a paywall. I want it to remain accessible to everyone. That's why I've set up a way for you to support the show financially if you're able and willing. If this podcast has helped you during your pregnancy, your birth, or your life, I'm asking you to consider contributing to the show. Your support will help cover production and team costs and ensure that I can continue delivering the episodes you love. So in the month of March, head to drnicolerankins.com forward slash support and contribute whatever you can. Your support, no matter how big or small, makes a significant impact. It helps us continue delivering high quality content and ensures the future of all about pregnancy and birth. Again, that's drnicolerankins.com forward slash support. Thank you so much for being part of the All About Pregnancy and Birth community. Now back to the show. So have you found, are there some people who are like, it's really great for them and some people who it's like, you probably should not try this? Hypnosis in general Yes. For instance, there's also something else to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hypnosis is not recommended for people who have um, seizure issues. Uh Because some people, for some people with seizure issues, it's absolutely marvelous. And other people, it can be a trigger. Uh, It's, you know, also not recommended for people with mental illness because we don't know what's going to trigger them. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, But for, so also there are people who just are just going to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. If they are saying, I tried this before, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't be hypnotized, then they shouldn't do hypnosis. Because they're just going to get more frustrated. Mm-hmm. However, with hypno babies, I think, and this is just me, uh-huh. that even if people think they can't be hypnotized or that's not going to work for me, that may be right. But it's also possible that they should try it. And not necessarily hypnobabies, but there's other hypnobirthing programs out there. There are hypno, we have a hypnosis track. It's free and it's called Instantly Calm. Okay. I suggest that everybody get it uh-huh. and I will send you the link. Yeah. Download that track, listen to the hypnosis, see what's involved in relaxing your body mm-hmm. and then your mind mm-hmm. and see what it feels like, see what it's you know, doing for you. Right. For instance, there's a cue, an anchor in there right. that anytime you get upset, you know, frustrated or whatever, you can use that keyword 
and boom, you're instantly calm. So is that doing something for you? So trying hypnosis in another way before committing to an entire program like Uh hypno babies Mm -hmm. would be the thing to do. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So how, how long is the program and how much practice does it take to get you ready? Well, our course is six weeks long. So it's six weeks, whether you take a group class with an instructor or whether you do our self-study course, we have a physical self-study course where we send you the workbooks or you do our online course, which of course you can do from all over the world. Uh And then when you are finished with learning the course, so that's reading the materials, Mm -hmm. listening to the tracks in order that we give you in order, then there is a maintenance period. And in that maintenance period, you listen to one main hypnosis track a day and you rotate them. Okay. So there are six of them and you Uh listen to one Monday and one Tuesday and one Wednesday and so forth. So for instance, you always have one fear clearing session every week Okay. and you do that, you know, visualize your baby's birth, which Mm -hmm. is super important. Mm -hmm. And several Mm -hmm. of the others that keep the very deep hypnosis techniques embedded in your subconscious because it can be a little lazy. (laughs) So you want to (laughs) constantly reinforce it. And uh, you do that until baby comes. And then when you're in your birthing, there are tracks that you can listen to that will keep you in hypnosis. Mm -hmm. We have several birthing tracks. One is specifically for pushing. One is specifically for first stage. There's one to get you rolling. That's Mm -hmm. just all birthing affirmations that have some of the cues in it that you've been using this whole time that Uh you've been learning and embedding into your subconscious. So there are, there's that, but you can also use the cues, these anchors Mm -hmm. that you have created in your subconscious by listening to Hypno Babies tracks forever for the last two months. Right. Uh, You can use those inside your head when you're birthing all by yourself. Mm -hmm. You can have your birth partner read to you what we call birth prompts. Mm -hmm. And those are little phrases that come directly from the tracks you've been listening to that activate your cues. They activate those anchors, those post-hypnotic cues. So that boom, you've got that hypnosis and what we call hypnoanesthesia in the places that you need them most. That could be in your back, your cervix, Mm -hmm. you know, down your thighs, Mm -hmm. you know, in your birth canal, your perineum, whatever you need. Right. So it, it sounds like there are a lot of layers and different techniques that you bring in that you can tools in the hypnosis toolbox. It's not just, you know, you listen to one track, it may be your partner's reading you things. It may be one track here, a different track there. So there's, it's not like this one size fits every situation kind of thing. That's true. I mean, people can choose the kind of things that they want to use during their birthing time. So we have, Mm -hmm. for instance, physical cues where the birth partner puts his hand on their shoulder or their forehead, whichever they want. And this is embedded in the tracks and what they've been practicing with their birth partner as well. Mm -hmm. So that as soon as they touch and say the word relax, which is just one of the keywords that we have or release or peace, boom, those anchors kick in Mm -hmm. and they can use that. You know, they can use the word release to enter hypnosis. There's a physical cue called the finger drop technique that they can enter hypnosis with. The word peace spreads hypnoanesthesia around their body. And so they can use all these techniques and cues in different ways. They can listen to their tracks. They can have their birth partner or doula or hypnodoula, hopefully, read the birth prompts. There are so many different ways that they can choose to use this. And some people just choose to play, and this is fascinating, mm-hmm. but they choose to play the background music that's in Hypno Baby's tracks. So oh. we use the background music, same background music that okay. has binaural beats. Okay. And binaural beats will help to entrain or create a, there's, if you use it with headphones and you uh-huh. have both sides in, right? then, so good. once you put this in, then 
a frequency goes in this side, a frequency goes in this side, and with binaural beats, it creates a completely different one right in the middle, which helps your hemispheric, the sides of your brain, uh-huh. actually sync up. Okay. And this helps them with hypnosis. Gotcha. So that's in the background of all of the tracks they've been listening to, but uh-huh. we also provide, if you're taking a Hypno Babies class, uh-huh. the music by itself. So some people in their birthing will just listen to the music and the second it comes on they're in hypnosis okay and they start doing the cues all by themselves and or the hypnosis just kicks in okay so there are many ways for them to use the hypnobirthing techniques sure sure i love it i love it so then what are if people are maybe thinking about hypnosis or maybe they don't necessarily don't want to do hypnosis what are some maybe like three techniques or things that they can do during their pregnancy to help prepare themselves get themselves in a better mental state for their birth well i always say meditate mm-hmm. <laughs> because um some people have a vision of meditation as sitting on the floor going "Om." Yeah. it's not and right. you can right <laughs> <laughs> you certainly can But meditation can also be just being quiet every single day for five minutes and breathing deeply, which Mm -hmm. automatically calms down your entire body and nervous system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, while you're doing this, if you add in visualizing what it is that you want, that's going to help you a lot to stay calm in your pregnancy and have a better birthing. So what do you want for this pregnancy? What do you want for the birthing? And visualization can be tremendous. Uh, We know that athletes and speakers all do, you know, visualization ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So they practice and practice and practice that shot in their head, you know, to go throw the basketball at the actual event. And boom, it goes in because we've practiced it so many times. We do that in Hypno Babies with our Visualize Your Birth script. But people can do that by themselves Mm -hmm. by just meditating every single day in a very calm state. Another thing I would say is, and this is a duh, but eat well, do some exercise or yoga to keep your body just limber and calm and relaxed throughout your entire pregnancy Mm -hmm. and ready for birthing and look up spinningbabies.com yeah because it is an amazing place that has lots of resources for pregnant people Mm -hmm. and to make birthing easier to make pregnancy easier but to make birthing easier of course yeah and then the last thing the third thing would be to research all of your options So if you put together a birth plan and you say, I want this, 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 and this, go research those things and see what the real research, the evidence-based research is about those things. One really good resource for that is evidencebasedbirth.com. Excellent resource. Mm -hmm. And yes. And the person who created it, Rebecca Decker, Mm -hmm. she's actually a hypno mom of hypno babies, but she's also a medical researcher, and she has done tremendous work to let us all know what is the latest evidence, what are the latest studies and research on everything from Mm -hmm. having an episiotomy to cesarean and on and on and on. So that would be the third thing is research your options. Yeah, and those are both excellent places to to get information. And Rebecca, who's such a lovely person, puts a lot of work into what she does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So as we wrap up, what would you say is the most frustrating part of your work? I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect. No, just go ahead and say it. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be something. Is it going to be something about doctors or is it going to (laughs) be? So it is when births get overmanaged and The hospitals, doctors, and nurses manage people into complications that would never have happened if they hadn't stepped in and intervened Mm -hmm. with things that were unnecessary. That is the most frustrating part of my work Mm -hmm. and possibly yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that I've learned over the course of my 20 years of practice is that we 
we don't know. I, I mean, I tell people stay at home as long as you can, because when you get to the hospital, it's like we can't help ourselves. We'd like try to do something instead of just sort of letting things unfold. So we definitely have a ways to go in, in terms of going with the flow and being patient with the process of birth. So totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for saying and, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, on the flip side, what is the most rewarding part of your work? Uh, without a doubt, talking to our students after they've given birth mm. or reading their birth stories, I feel like each one of them heals me mm. because I've been there. I've been there having a baby. There is nothing so life-changing to to me right. <laughs> as having a child, uh, something the size of a watermelon come out of you. Yes. And all of a sudden there's a human out here. Mm. It was just in there, yeah. but it's out here. Yeah. yeah. And the way that you give birth, it can affect you for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and affect your relationship with your baby, which is something that people don't even talk about. Yeah. So that's true. That's very true. I always say that the moment that for me, if, if birth ever gets old, then I need to retire. Like something has happened where it's time for me to stop because it's just, it's, 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 it's amazing what, to grow a whole entire human in your body and then, and then give birth to that, to that human is a pretty amazing thing. It is. It's a miracle. And even when I, every time I see it, I'm just like, how did that happen? Yes. Yes. yes, You know, it's just a miracle. It is indeed. It is indeed. So then what is your favorite piece of advice that you would give to expectant families? Well, this is not just for expectant families, mm-hmm. but it's for everybody. And yeah. that is to be your own health advocate. Yes. So that means whether you're going to a nurse practitioner, a midwife, an obstetrician, a family physician, or a surgeon, you know, make sure that you understand this, what's going on. This is so Before important. you go there for an appointment, make a list of things that you want to talk about talk about those things and write down the answers and then go home and research it all. And if you need to get a second opinion, then do it because you are the person that is responsible for your own health. Yes. Yes. I, I, I I always say like at the end of the day, your doctor, whoever, they're just going to go home. And I mean, you know, like it's still going to be you who has the issue. So thank you for saying that really, really important. So where can people find you find all of the resources? Well, we have a a ton of information on hypnobabies.com and it's H-Y-P-N-O-B-A-B-I-E-S. And we do not hypnotize babies for those of you who are still confused. Um, We teach hypnosis to pregnant people. Right. People Uh, think you hypnotize babies? Yes. When I say hypnobabies, I was just on a publicity summit and every single time I had to explain to the media that we don't hypnotize babies. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, and our store is hypnobabies-store.com. Okay. And we are on Facebook Mm -hmm. as hypnobabies and everywhere else, hypnobabies official, you know, TikTok and Insta and Pinterest and everywhere. And we have a YouTube channel and it's, you know, if people want to email us, please email info at hypnobabies.com with your questions. We will be happy to get right back to you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was really, really great information. I am so glad that you could come on. I so, so appreciate your time. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate being here. Wasn't that a great episode? Didn't I tell you it was going to be informative? I know I learned a lot and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Now, after every episode where I have a guest on, I do something called Dr. Nicole's Notes, which are my takeaways from the conversation. And here are my Dr. Nicole's Notes from my conversation with Carrie. Number one, learn information from people who are serious about their work and put the effort into it. I see more and more with these days of social media that, you know, pretty much anyone can pop up and say things without really having a lot of in-depth knowledge or training or understanding of a thing. So just understand who you're getting information from, particularly about pregnancy and birth and learn information from people who are serious about their work. They're upfront about their training and how they got their knowledge and they put the effort into it to do it well. 
Number two, be wary of anyone who says that whatever it is that they're talking about works perfectly for everyone or that they are the end all be all only possible solution for something. That is a big red flag, okay? You heard how Carrie talked about evidence-based birth. You heard how she talked about spinning babies. I do the same thing. I'm going to refer you to other resources as well because I know that I'm not perfect for everyone. There are other people who are out there that are also providing great information. If you hear someone says that they are they are it, that is all that there is to look for. Don't look at anything else. It's going to work perfectly for everyone. Again, that is a big red flag and you should be wary of the information that they are providing. Number three, I really like how she was honest and upfront that pain-free isn't going to be possible for everyone giving birth. It's, it's not something that she believes is necessarily attainable for every single person. And again, this just goes to being honest about what the realities and things are surrounding birth. So I really appreciated how she said, hey, pain-free isn't going to be for everyone. It's unrealistic to think that that is going to be an option that everyone is going to obtain because it's just, again, just not realistic. And then the final thing I will say is that you have to educate yourself. You must, 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 must educate yourself. So you are making choices from an informed place. I, of course, have childbirth education options. I have the birth preparation course. That's my online childbirth education class that will get you calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful birth, particularly in the hospital. You can check out all the details of the birth preparation course at drnicolerinkins.com forward slash enroll. However, there are other options for childbirth education out there. It's just so, so important that you find something that works for you. Do not skip it. Okay, so there you have it. Please share this podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring, helps me to reach and serve more people. Also leave that five-star review in Apple Podcast if you enjoy the show. I would so appreciate you doing so. And come follow me on Instagram. You can get more great information there. We can connect outside of the show. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Rankins. So that is it for this episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.